is that? Dirt, 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 dirt. Gotta get back to it. I've been the Kenny Wallace of the rap game. Ever since I hit him with that dirt track thing. Now nationwide, everybody knows my name. They're like, Mama, that's Kenny Montgomery. He sings that song we like. Yeah, boy, that's me. Roll out the trailer, I'm flossing. Huh. Them Hoosier tires glossing. Them cold kind, we're tossing. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. I hit the high side, boy, I park it for Brian Clausen. Welcome to Throttled Up the Podcast. Often imitated, never duplicated. Your weekly home for the best in motorsports coverage. Even your grandpa talking about, man, that boy too cold. Don't sit on 24s, we don't ride. Welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast. Hey, we're getting it back a little bit there. That's all right. That's all right. We, rookie. He's a rookie. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Big producer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, hey. Uh, <laughs> but uh, glad to be back here on Throttled Up the Podcast. Uh, Matt, we brought we brought Ryan in studio with us tonight. Um, you know, an opportunity here. Racing is getting crazy quick. You've seen some shows we haven't seen. We've seen some shows you haven't seen. So we just kind of thought, you know, instead of bringing a guest on tonight, let's just talk all the racing we've gotten the chance to kind of witness here. Well, we the one I haven't seen that I've seen that you guys haven't. We've already covered that, so that that's kind of. Yeah, but I still think there may be some storylines there that we're going to have to go back and uh, and talk about at least. And uh, But before we dive too deep um, in here to the show, I do want to throw out, I've got, I mean, this is, I know you're a racing t-shirt fanatic. We've covered that several times here on the podcast. But I have a custom, and I these. I was gonna say you're getting T-shirts that I don't even can't even acquire. No, well, these may be available on the uh, Thirsty Goat or ShopThirstyGoat.com. Um, these may be available next week. I because I'm just assuming that the uh, the crowd's gonna go wild. But this is a little throwback tee here uh, for those at home, if they can see. Uh, this is the 2009 Hornet Track Champion at Thunder Valley Raceway. That's our own right there. That's oh that's bobby that's bobby that's bronze bobby right there but there's our own ryan bowling right there hornet track champion my, my partner from the darf show on there also yeah um nathan i hate the world bowling there <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say we're, like, we're, gonna, we're gonna forget about white shoes it's <laughs> i just hate the world Mr. Uh, i don't Mr. have a trophy <laughs> You know what? We may need to get him a trophy before tomorrow night. <laughs> We're going to give him one. I don't know if you can wear this shirt twice on two different podcasts, but... Uh, Dad and Ryan got trophies. I don't have one. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sad that I I missed the memo here. I could have wore the purple jacket. It's been hanging in the closet since... What's sad? It still fits him from 2009. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, I got it large. That way I could... You grow know, into I, it? I thought I would grow into it, maybe wear it one day, but it's still hanging in the closet. So, hey, Speaking of t-shirts, though... I acquired this shirt a year ago. You asked if I just got it, but uh, my buddy Steve Hollers gave it to me a year ago in the pits. Wouldn't take no money for it. Said if I wanted to wear his shirt, he would just give it to me. And uh, good old Steve put it in victory lane Saturday night. So uh, and in honor of him getting his very first win ever at Brownstown Speedway, I thought I'd wear his T-shirt. So got the good old Steve Hollers T-shirt on. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nathan has already uh, commented here that he looks thrilled in that picture. And he said uh, he got a trophy from the mechanics race. Laugh out loud. But uh, I didn't even know his hand could hold a wrench. But <laughs> but uh, oh, white shoes there. Uh, if you're looking for one of these, uh, feel free uh, to reach out. We'll, again, ha- probably have them up by Monday. Um, I expect them to sell out quickly, though. Uh, we'll have we might them up even do some autographs and some fun Whoa. stuff like that. We'll just go all out with them. <laughs> no, and uh, you weren't in the loop because it was a surprise. Um, Callie's been playing with some new T-shirt options, and as everything I do, I said, I need this on a T-shirt, and <laughs> I got it. So It looks good. What can you say? Coming to a track, coming to a karaoke stage near you soon. Oh, yeah. Hey, I also want to give a shout out to a brand new listener. Just found out about us last week. Actually, I didn't think you knew what a podcast was to last week, but uh, Rob Wilson, Racing Wall Rob Wilson from North Vernon, tunes in every week to us now. So big shout out to Rob uh, for listening to us. Absolutely. Big shout out there. And I want to go back, too, to something you said there. Um, kind of let's just jump into it here, talking about all the craziness we've seen. But I know I... I you are the uh, the amazing historian when it comes to Brown Sound Speedway. No, that's James Essex. It is, but you are junior. I'll give you junior <laughs> title. I have to think if he's dissing me or not with those things. You know, that's uh... by calling you a junior. I mean, usually you're senior citizen, everything. No, so okay. <laughs> called you a junior. Appreciate that. Uh, no, but but I did send you and I, I to take credit i sent you a little information on saturday night as you were calling the race because prior to we went around and and got to talk to adam stricker our uh good buddy here uh you know brand ambassador for thirsty goat dirt to media throttled up and and i can't say enough about that kid man i he is just such an impressive young man but he had messaged me on saturday morning and said broken header yeah we're not coming and he said i said weld it he said i patched it up enough he said i'm going to lawrenceburg to test that's what we're doing so long story short later in the night i get a text that says i'll see you and i message back i go see me where and he's like i'll see you at the track and i'm like brownstown question mark and i get a picture of the hauler coming down the road the truck coming down the road and i'm like huh so i go over to the trailer get to talking to him and he says i'm here because of this guy and he points at the crew guy that's underneath the car changing the rear end gear (laughs) and he comes out and he's like yeah man he goes i just kept saying you know why are we going to lawrenceburg to test if we go to brownstown to race he said and i think literally i just got in his head enough that finally he said let's go to brownstown the one thing i got to say to adam is he is obviously still in the girlfriend stage because she was following the the vehicle the truck and trailer uh, to watch him test at Lawrenceburg. He had to then call and say, we're going all the way to Brownstown, which I believe he'd have to correct me. But I think she said, I'm not driving to Brownstown. You don't pop that on your wife in the mid mid drive. But did he at least pull over and let her get up in the hauler? He did. Okay. Yeah. She came with him. So he's still got a girlfriend. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He is not single yet. Ladies. Yeah. Uh, but just pretty cool, you know, and he talked about, you know, his, his grandpa obviously a huge deal there with uh you know with his career but he talked about it in the trailer with me he said you know grandpa at first is like man let's just go to lawrenceburg let's get home early let's not have another late weekend 
He said, but as soon as we started to make the decision, it quickly turned to, let's go see if we can win there again. Yeah. They're going to have good competition. Let's go down there and run. And, and we did. Oh, my gosh, yes. yes. And, and again, you know, and I've been making a big deal, and people can say whatever they want to me, but you know, we've been pushing a lot about the Stricker streak, and he was four for four on the year coming into Brownstown Speedway Saturday and, you know, and, and didn't have the night I know he wanted. I know he was frustrated, but still – nothing to to shake your head at you know so you jinxed him yes i showed up and he didn't win <laughs> yeah yeah well that's man. one thing i like about brownstown the most is the modified crowd you never know who's going to roll into brownstown it, it, it kind of takes you back a little bit to the late model days back in the you know 80s and 90s well it was that way saturday night at brownstown for the late models yeah, for, yeah it was it was a i mean the whole situation, <laughs> the whole conley sure. family was there yeah outside of delmas and then uh, Greg Johnson, uh, insane Dwayne Chamberlain was there, broke before hot laps, so we never got to see him take the the uh, the track. But insane was there. Um, Don O'Neill was on hand, so I mean it. It kind of was reminiscent walking through the, uh, the you know the pits there of the days of old, like you said. Right, and that, I was out actually out in Missouri with Power Eye, and I tuned into the broadcast obviously at home here, and and I heard you rattling off some of the names. I'm like, what? Like, wh why? Like, wh why is this? But <laughs> it was the only was cool. show in town, man. Yeah, That's yeah, a, it you was know. definitely cool to see. Well, and you know, going back, we there, had we had five different states. The last two Saturday nights at Brownstown, there's been five different states represented, man. So I mean, that That's cool. You know, you got, you got to take your head off to that. Yeah, and and I know, you know, talking to Stricker before, and he even said, he goes, if you just listed the names of the, the guys here in the mods, he said, and then said this was not an AMS show, he said no one would believe you because it was. I mean, yeah. it was the best of the best of mod drivers, you know, from the Midwest uh, that you could get on Saturday night. And, and you know, and that's what, you know, talking to Adam, I mean, he was like, how can you not want to come race with this group, man? Oh, yeah. Test yourself. You got to come see what they've got. And, and you know, big shout out to Tyler Nicely. If we're going to get into what happened Saturday yeah. night. Um, he came back to his old self. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. obviously, you know, and I, I know how you talked last week on the show, how apologetic uh, Adam was when they got into it together. And we've had some fun with it. Really happy. Those guys are, are good sports with it. But you know, you had the great one of the greatest calls ever with he hit the freaking uke tire. <laughs> yeah. Actually, excuse me. He hit the freaking uke tire. <laughs> well, in my defense, I had to stop and, and verify what I said after I said <laughs> it to make sure but we were still uh, PG there. So. One of the most classic calls, and I know you talked about when, when Adam was in victory lane, and you know he was apologetic, first of all. And I know a lot of people don't know those inner workings, but adam and and tyler are good friends very good friends. you know yeah. they we both have talked before adam is a very clean driver tyler's a very clean driver both of them and it was just something i which your emotion showed that no one expected tyler nicely to go around on the uke tire coming out of three and four no i expected you know he's gonna have you know two to three laps of door to door and and lap you know lead switching the light the lead back and forth is what i thought was going to happen because that's how those guys race you know and that was and it was no harm to neither one of those guys. That was a racing deal right yeah. there, man. That was – Yeah, that – and it was a perfect timing thing. Yeah. Nicely came down. Stricker hit the rut and came up, and it was just – and honestly, if the uke tire's not there that spins nicely, nicely probably recovers it and, and is able to – I mean, don't get me wrong, he's losing position. 
but he's able to to oh, keep yeah. going. I mean, the Uke tires really what made it. Yeah, what it was. But I want to say I said all that to say the fact that Tyler's you know speech in victory lane I think was just so impressive. I mean, he said right off the bat, let's just say tough week last week, and I got to give him credit. He addressed it. It was a tough week. Obviously disappointed. He knows Adam wouldn't race him like that, but then to turn around and say, hey, but we, we came back tonight. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, and, he's, a, he's a fierce competitor. You know, both them guys are. And, you know, any time you talk about having, you know, the likes of Nicely and Hoffman, or not Hoffman, Nicely and Stricker, and, you know, then you throw in Ryan Thomas got the car out for the first time. Jacoby Hines. That's a crew that if you can get top five on that group, that's a, that's a hell of a night. Yeah. And going out, you know, to give some credit to Jim, again, here kind of talking Brownstown Speedway, but Jim jumping in and saying, let's run super late models against the dirt late model stream, um, which we'll get into here in a little bit. (laughs) But, you know, we already knew the 48 guys going there. No one else was going to go there. You couldn't go to watch. So there was a whole lot of race cars, you know, sitting in garages and parked in, in haulers that would love to race and jim gave him an opportunity and i think he was rewarded with 100 very nice cars and i that's why i'm glad to see you know jim being a guy that and and we all know that about him but a guy that i'm not afraid of it all right eldora's running but like yeah. you said the 48 are locked in so let's let's go after this deal but you know looking at that great group of cars but yes. man greg johnson devin gilpin class of the field throughout the feature you guys both i know you definitely i don't know if ryan knows for sure but you guys all know i'm a long long time wild thing fan you know been greg johnson fan for a long long time i kind of felt myself becoming a fan instead of announcer and i hated it when he got pinned up behind that lap car and you know and i and i enjoy devin too don't get me wrong but you know i was my heart was kind of pulling for greg there but i was glad to see devin get another win especially in a brand new rocket car well, and I got to say this, and again, not taking away from any of them, is I like Greg too. But if if you and I, going back to our March Madness scale of uh, what we hoped then was going to be the Indiana Icebreaker, but, you know, if it was Greg Johnson versus Devin Gilpin, I'm voting Gilpin. I know you're voting Greg Johnson. Exactly. So listening to you announce those those handful of laps there, obviously I'm pulling for Gilpin the whole way. I can yeah. hear your emotion coming out. So it was a constant change of emotions. When you were high, I was low. When you were low, I was high. And uh but I was excited, you know, and I think for me, you know, to kind of go back to what what Devin was able to do, um, number one brand new car. Yeah. You know, Rocket House car or not Rocket House car, but Rocket car there at Dasco but to see Don Fleetwood walk back out there again, yeah. man, that guy looked—he looked as excited and as as ate up with it as ever. Yeah, I think that was honestly one of the the most much needed win. Like they needed that win right there. If, if anybody needed one, uh, you know, it's good timing to to have that caliber of cars there and and roll out and and do that, man. That's that's got to feel good. And I know NASCAR does it with Kyle Busch. So why can't uh, Brownstown Speedway do it with Devin Gilpin? But Gilpin is four wins away from hitting 100 wins at Brownstown Speedway over multiple classes. Which is insane. That one Saturday night was his 96th multiple class win. Everything he's ever drove and won there added together, he's got 96 of them. 
Which so is insane. Who, like, who's behind that? What's the, do we know who? Matt Botnick is next, but he's like 50 behind. Oh, so it's a pretty big gap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Botnick's second in, in multi, multi-classes. Okay. That makes sense. But it's like 50 behind him. Wow. That's impressive. It, it just but says, I don't know the exact yeah. number. I think Devin has 60 some wins just in the modifieds. He has yeah. more in the modifieds than Botnick has in all the classes he's raced in. If I just That's, off the top of my head. I mean, that's impressive. Uh, there's nothing else to say about it. And yeah. I don't want this to sound like I'm knocking him his skills other tracks. I don't know that there's a guy that knows Brownstown Speedway as well as Devin. I would put him up against anybody in any car because he's proven it over that time. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. He can race but, other but places. If you watched but, every class Saturday night, which I know you did because you was up in the on the, uh, sky, the sky deck. deck. But uh, every winner came off the bottom – Saturday mm-hmm. night, but Devin Gilpin. Devin was the only one on the top side of the race track. And if he'd, that stayed, if he'd have stayed on the bottom, he'd have never beat Greg Johnson. You're he exactly took right. the guts to go up there and but go But Greg come out from the he bottom did. and tried, tried and had to go back to the bottom. He couldn't make it work. So, yeah, Devin was the only one that made the top of the racetrack work the entire night. Yeah, and I again, very excited to see Devin pull it off again. And, and let's jump into this because this is a little bit of a controversial topic. But we go back to the Dirt Late Model stream because it was – Obviously, going on at the same time, 44 drivers in automatically, four drivers in by vote. Devin Gilpin left off of, you know, the, the 44 in, doesn't get in in the vote, is not one of the first four alternates called. It's two alternate or six, actually, because there was four alternates, I think, that came in, two turned it down, two more. So he's not in the top six that come back for alternates. I, I know it was all played out on social media and people can have their own opinions, but I just got to say, no matter how you feel about Devin, 2018 Eldora track champion leads the, the world 100, the first 47 laps or whatever mm-hmm. it ended up being somewhere around there, almost 50 laps. The dude has proven himself over there. I understand not with the, I mean, he's in his own house, you know, the Dasco team and what he's doing with his grandpa, but how do you not get that guy there? I'm kind of curious how the 44 got picked because there were some, me and you talked about it. How did that guy get picked over other guys that you had to vote in? You know, who decided the 44 that were were given the spot? Because, I mean, they're all great race car drivers, way better than you you and I will ever even be in our minds. But there were some guys on the vote in list that I thought had a better pedigree than the ones that was just given a spot. And I don't know if this is the answer to that. I wonder if some of those guys that were left on the bubble, not that any place would do this as a production value type deal, but I think some guys were left on the bubble to increase some, some eyes on it. You know, Tyler Carpenter being put on the bubble. That was the one that stood out to me. Well, I think that one they knew was going to get voted in, but, and I do too. But but by putting well, them on the bubble, take that chance right. you that draw they don't. It. You know, we've seen what the power of social media does when we had our little bracket. Mm-hmm. You know, when you know Jason Jameson and Devin Gilpin know how to work that thing. Absolutely. You know, with the people they got out to vote on our our bracket. You know, and and we're nothing compared to Eldor Speedway. So, you know, people can work that social media and and alter that stuff. Yeah, but I, I think you are on to something there a little bit. Without diving too far into it, there, you know, that event needed – they were relying on that production value. I mean, there's no fans 
they've got to to you know to find something in there. I mean, Eldora is exciting. It, it it's you know it lives up to you know the hype, but there's still got to be that little bit of added value just to to pull those people in. And I, I think there might have been a little of that played in for sure. And this may be controversial because I'm the first to stand behind Tyler Carpenter there. I, I struggled with Fast Freddy getting in. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> if I gotta say it. I, I really struggled with that one coming in. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Also. I mean, I'm just. I hate to. I hate to, but I have to agree. I, that. I, I hate to knock anybody, but out of all of them that ended up there, I'll take I'll take DGR anytime I can over yeah over Fast Freddy. Yeah, I think he was he was, you know, sorely overlooked, and you know he would have gave him a good show. You know, he I've never seen Devin get in a car and not give his hundred percent. No, and I'm telling you, him and that new rocket is he he's got obviously he's gonna have to learn obviously through other tracks, but he's got a support system there. He's got a he's got a notebook and and he's fast. I mean he is oh, yeah. fast. Well, I don't know if you listened to all of his interview, but he said that Greg came to him in the off season because they're both in brand new rockets, and you know, Greg said, We're gonna dominate, you know, this our area of racing and they pretty much showed it there Saturday night that it was going to be one of those two guys. Let's go to Super Stocks, which I know you brought up a little bit earlier um, with the win there for uh, Steve Hollers. Uh, great for him, but Trey Shastain, man, was impressive. Because, it, you know, when Trey was out there all by himself, I thought Trey's going to get his first win. And then Steve called him. I thought one of these two guys are going to get their first win. And can I say, and this may sound weird, and you may totally disagree with me, but I love I love the full wraps. I love the creative designs and everything. But there's also something about a guy with zero sponsors on his car, just the number on the door that's running well. And that, that's not a knock on Trey. I know Trey's got sponsors. But obviously the car just getting done. I'm hoping he shows up this week with the ricky bobby cougar and me on the hood well he should you know that's <laughs> what i'm hoping because but <laughs> it, you know when i was a kid that's what you you, you, you didn't see a whole lot of the you never seen a rap nobody right. had a full body you know it was one color and a number and a couple of little sponsors so you know I, but to see that kind of stuff again dominate or not shouldn't dominate but racing up front competing yes. uh definitely is is something that's just cool to see but i i am truly proud of my buddy steve there he the first week we went over to race, he said, I got a brand new ride. He said, I don't know when I go to the corner, what way it's going to turn. Well, apparently the car came around to him pretty quick. Because, and he even got the hard charger. He passed more cars than anyone else in the feature. Start eighth, correct? Yes. Yes. And uh, so I don't even know if he listens to our show. If somebody, you know, listens and knows him real good, tell him to tune in that uh, we really bragged him up there. And then Pure Stock, or pure stock Feature – David Palmer didn't show back up after he won. I was shocked. I'm shocked. I am too. We talked him up last week. Yeah. And then he don't come back. Maybe he sold everything. Well, maybe he's only showing up for point races. It was not a non-point race. It was a non-point race, but you know, he said, I'm not, if I don't win this year, I'm selling everything. Maybe he won and decided time to retire. Dalton Fleener out of Little uh, Little York ended up pulling the win off there in the uh, Pure Stocks. And a great race. Yes. His second win at Brownstown ever. So... It was my first year ever announcing there when he got his first win. So that, we kind of celebrated that together. That's how I can always remember that. Was that in what, 73? Announcing there, man. I've only been announcing like five and a half years. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I would have only been two in 73 there, bud. 
Yeah, you guys weren't born. No, I wasn't born yet. I still had a little ways to go. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm a- with you. 88. I was a junior in high school. I was an 80s baby. <laughs> and the <laughs> and the Hornet feature. Wow. Let's just yeah. Let's just say wow. Shout out to the guys from Dry Ridge, Kentucky that don't live in Dry Ridge, Kentucky. So. And that was a an, that was a, out. If that was a very awkward moment for me in Victory Lane, I tried to talk about their hometown, and then they tell me they don't live there. So, <laughs> you know, I was confused for just a second. If you're going to talk about the guys from Dry Ridge, Kentucky, I'm going to talk about the guys I know are from Edinburgh, Indiana. Yes. <laughs> and again, look, I'm not going to get into the drama on here. It's been played out, but that was a push. Went to push. Went to went shove. To, yes. Yeah. But. I, I'm going to say this, and, I, and if this upsets people, fine. Again, you know, shout out to the Burtons and how fast they were again. You know, the 10B. Big 10B. Big 10B. <laughs> Big 10B. Yeah. Impressive again. Yes. And drove through the field. Yes. Didn't start right up front and drove through the field. I got. I got to tell you. Chad Stapleton, you know, raced there Saturday night, walks up to me before the races and says, Bryce thinks you're confused while I was in victory lane with him when he won. I said, no, I know he dates your daughter, Chad. And he goes, well, Bryce don't think you know that. And I thought, I kind of keep track of some things there, you know, because apparently Bryce didn't think I could figure out why Chad was in, in victory lane with him. <laughs> well, so. what I would do is next victory lane, I'd walk up to Chad and say, how proud are you of your son? <laughs> I don't want to do that to Bryce. That's a good point. <laughs> very, very good point. So, again, I mean, exciting news, though, that came out today. Brownstown Speedway racing again this weekend, but racing with fans. Half capacity. Whatever that is. Do yeah, I was going to ask you. You don't know what capacity I've is. I've heard numbers, but I'm not going to say Speculate. one and be wrong. So I've, I've heard two three different people tell me a number. Because you are an official. At no, Brownstown Speedway. I am an announcer. <laughs> Your shirt says official. I've that's because they didn't have one that says announcer. You know, that's uh, and I, I've told you many times I wish it didn't say official. Although I do read the driver's meeting over the, the microphone now. <laughs> that was one of my favorite moments Saturday night. <laughs> Any rough driving will be penalized with a trip to the back of the field. <laughs> I guess he wasn't happy with the back of the field. Looks like he'll take a pit side. <laughs> Man, he pays a lot of attention I, to me. I know. I, I know. That's <laughs> You may not have said freaking this week, but that was the quote of the night. <laughs> he apparently is not happy with his trip to the back of the field. He'll head its pit side. I even introduced the police when they come out, man. I got to get... Let's give them a shout out real quick. Not getting into the drama part of it, but... Got to be impressed with those guys leaving turn four. And obviously, they know drama's not done. They ran a great line backwards through turn three up to the high side in the turn two to get back in the pits to deal with the uh, the extracurricular activities. The extracurriculars that were going on back there. And they came out of nowhere. Oh, they were on you it, know, man. You know. <laughs> You'd have thought they'd been in quarantine for three months. They were, like, they were down Let's the front it. stretch in no time to get over to turn four. <laughs> you know, Bud says over the uh, over the, the radio that, hey, his belts are coming off. Next thing you know, uh, two of Jackson County's finest are going down the front stretch. So that their response time was, was perfection. Absolutely. Yeah. They, it, I was like, 
these guys are ready to get it on. Oh, yeah, I thought it was going to theirs, but... Uh, you well, know. I think jumping back to the quarantine, I think everybody, that's the stage we're in. It's like, just turn us loose, and it's like, there, there's no transition. It's just, we were no racing, now it's back to just like... Well, it's obvious, if you have a riot, insane. there is no co- corona. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> have you ever you noticed know. the bigger crowd you have if it's a riot crowd? <laughs> corona don't exist in the that's riot true. crowd. I, I've been... Yeah, and not to jump into that whole debacle, because I could... I could talk about that all night and get myself in trouble i'm sure but it's just uh, i agree it's just you know they won't let us go sit at a racetrack in a crowd and you know you guys can't have the Oktoberfest in jackson county because of the crowd but you know if there was a riot it seems like no one catches anything out of that i think i understand like the situation of a stadium okay maybe let's not go inside and and fill up you know banker's life right okay but we're outside of the racetrack we can all social distance like just everyone else have made a trip to walmart right exactly you know so but it we're getting there you know yeah no i'm happy for you know everybody around here is finally getting to open up because i've been you know spending some time out west like missouri and, and oklahoma and stuff and it's wide open out there and it's just crazy to travel out there and see the fans and see what's going on then you come back here and and how many masks do you see out there i mean are they still everybody wearing masks is it almost like it used to be it's it's back to normal out there honestly is it really? like there's you might see a few but very little like I don't it's when, just it's just like i said it's insane like they come back here and and we're racing out there wide open and it's 95 degrees and packed in there and then you come back here with the nobody in the stands and it's like something's just not right well dustin said when he went to tennessee for the three days that it was Mm -hmm. it was normal down there also right yeah they they got lucky because i know when we set those shows up they were they were still talking about no fans or you know partial fans and it got opened up like you know a day or two before that so that was good that you know finally that you know some of these tracks get back in business and get going so but it's still like i still am on on edge about it i want to see how it all goes and I think we've all kind of feared that second wave, but I don't know. It's going to be interesting, that's for sure. Hey, also, Saturday night, I want to give a great big shout-out to all the local businesses that gave extra money to, I think, pretty much every class there got something extra um, Saturday night. And, you know, that's that's money that, you know, a lot of them, I mean, you know, Dort to Median and, uh, you know, us has throttled up, gave 50 bucks there to the Hornets, and, you know, they don't expect that when they show up. And, you know, it's good to see that everybody, you know, we gave us some extra money, threw it out there. No, and, you know, I hated that. You know, we threw it out there, and, and, and for those that don't know the connection, Lucas Jackson back racing in the, uh, the number two Hornet. Uh, Lucas I had as a student when I was a teacher. Um, had him in class. We always talked racing is actually a picture of his hornet used to sit was on my bulletin board there at class and talked a lot about it and, and lucas and i have stayed you know close through the years but obviously a lot of heart issues ended up getting a heart transplant and he's back in the race it's, car. it's crazy to me to say but earlier this year um and is back like you just said in the race car yeah. And, and you know what? I want to say this. I know there's probably people out there that question that, and they're like, dude, you got a second lease on life. Why would you go do that? But He got a second lease on life. But, Live but this, life. But this is what right. I – exactly. This Bingo. is what I want to say. I'm an organ donor. Me too. And and if I if – I, something happens to me that my organs go to somebody, do not sit at home and wait. You know, if, if something happened to me that you were able to live on me – go live um and go have fun so again a huge shout out to lucas but 
obviously being the number two, I'd got to go down and see him and his new baby boy uh, in the pits before the race started um, and got to talk to him. And, and I just got to think it's up there. And I know I text you and said, Hey, let's throw 50 bucks a second place in honor oh, of the yeah. number two. And, and again, you know, Lucas, just one of those kids that he does it the right way. He works his tail off to make it all happen. Speaking of little boys <laughs> night, man. <laughs> Uh, but he works his tail off and, and just a shout out there and, and, but tons of businesses, you know, obviously throughout to that stuff. I apologize. I can't remember all of them. I mean, they, every time we turned around, there was, you know, some more, I know, uh, Kane's, uh, tree service gave, gave some, uh, Dasco, uh, race supply gave a bonus. Um, was it off the land outdoors? I believe is one of them. Um, all of us, I know I'm missing one and I apologize for that. That's the one cool thing that I guess this whole pandemic's produced a little bit. It really, you know, in times like this, it shows what the racing community and and what the community in general go outside of racing. There's still, you know, I know there's a lot of bad going on in the world right now, but there's a lot of good people out there. And, you know, there's people passionate about what we love. And, you know, I think we're safe. I I think it's going to be here for a while. So, Uh, and I've, we've, we've shown the proof on this show but race the racing fans are family i mean we're gonna bicker at each other when we got differences or we root for different drivers and even different drivers but when it comes down you know comes down to it you know it's family Mm -hmm. you know my daughter lydia went down and and helped the dirt track donnie and donnie needed a half inch drill and and something else and they ran all over the pits and found it or he wouldn't be able to race you know in the feature event and you know just everybody's willing to give anything you know even they know that they could possibly get beat if they give the 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 part up they're still right there to give it up and let's go race yeah it's just it's a um it's a cool thing every week to to roll through the pits and like you said even the fiercest competitors would help somebody else out to make sure they're on the track because they would rather beat them racing with them than them parked on the trailer and and winning that way i mean that you know that's the competitors and all of us so you know, and I want to go back here, too, because I, I want to throw this at Ryan as we talked, as we kind of came in. All of us have kind of been different ways. I know we're we're really in deep competition here, Matt, because for the first time ever, I'm ahead of you in dirt races. But you're, now you're like everyone else and have a Jeep, so you'll want to go on a Jeep ride one weekend, and I'll get a race in on you. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll drive it to Brownstown there, Speedway. Yeah, yeah. Might be Saturday night. Um, but uh, <laughs> we're... <laughs> glad you could weasel that in um (laughs) i bought it off a guy about your age but he thought it was too high lifted and the 33s were too much so everyone knows what i have in my garage i'm not worried about high and lifted yeah he was he's your age so he just thought it was too he was too old for it Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, i understand i understand my dad may be at that point too dustin didn't want to be unique so we went and bought a jeep As a Jeep owner, I, I will say you're spot on there. You, you are. You, you're 100%. spot on. Right? Jeep owners can hate me all day long. You're spot on. We were talking 100%. about that earlier. Hey. I want to be like everyone else and go buy a Jeep. Here's the only thing I will say. I, I will make this one argument for myself. You guys have your unique wave. But your arm has to fall off of all the Jeeps you pass on the highway. <laughs> There's no doubt about that now. But if I go to my good buddy, BJ Robbins, uh, you know, from the Smugcast and and the flyover media network he says 
Jeeps are only two-door. All these four-door Jeeps running around, he said, that's a Jeep SUV. That is not a Jeep. A Jeep is two doors. So I refuse to wave at four doors. No, a four-door Jeep is just you have more money to throw away. <laughs> I was never like... Like Jeff, and then the Jeep truck. <laughs> You're a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, was, but they finally made a Jeep you could do something in when they made the Jeep truck. I can't get past. You the can look. at least get your tr- your groceries home in the Jeep truck. I just can't get past the look of it. I, I don't know. Like, we're not going to get no sponsors from Jeep. I, I <laughs> no, no, Jeep, no, Jeep just out. pulled everything. Yeah. They may be coming to confiscate <laughs> <Yeah>. mine. <laughs> There's three in the driveway right here. Yeah, yeah. No, but like it, that's what we were talking about earlier. Is you know, the reason I got a Jeep's not because I I don't know anything about Jeep. I just I got a good deal on a '73. Thought it was cool. It was fun to drive, and so then I didn't realize what kind of culture I was truly getting oh, myself. Yeah. And it's like I'd have people come up and asking questions. And I'm like, I I don't know. It's a it's 73. Four wheels, man. Yeah, it's 73, and it's fun to drive. That's what I know about it. Yeah, so. and, you know, that was the whole thing, like, previously, to make myself even more stereotypical. Uh, previously, I owned a uh, Mustang convertible. Um, because every guy in the 2000s had a Mustang convertible. Just like every guy in the 80s had a Camaro. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, but I had a Mustang convertible. I had a Camaro in the 80s, man. <laughs> yeah. I know you're not as unique <laughs> as you're playing up right now. Trust me. <laughs> you're just, I, I am now. You're, you're unique in the 2000s. <laughs> Go back to 83. Yeah. You're right there. Well, not, not in 80. I was only 12. Uh, anyway <laughs> but i don't even know where i was gonna, I was go gonna say where, where were we yeah. we were you were throwing something my way i heard that i don't oh know actually I was. was but talking about all the different races we've seen you're kind of right i mean uh, even me i've been to some american crate shows you know american crate all-star series you know pretty normal to what we're used to but you've went out on a whole new adventure with the power eye and you're going west especially west of the mississippi and i'll be honest it's a whole new deal and i mean i know matt doesn't know anything about it because he gets sick when there's open wheels around (laughs) so if he was with that deal he'd be throwing up all the time it's definitely been an adjustment for sure like i you know obviously being around late models and 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 all the stuff here local it was that's just what i knew and i'm jumping into a totally new crowd and and seeing you know i think 95 open wheel people are about like jeep people yeah 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 Yeah, i i i I got you no i i want me in too yeah i well i'm working on convertible mustang jeep open wheel (laughs) i'm getting ready unique dustin there there is there's i'm working on taking the fenders off the jeep just so it's an open wheel (laughs) yeah no there's definitely a stereotype there but like what's cool about this year for me is like 95 percent of the tracks on the schedule i've never seen in my life and, and that's something that, that i'm the most excited about it's just you know it doesn't matter if it's open wheel whatever it is like it's just the fact of getting out west and and seeing that's one of my bucket list on. things i made is i printed off every active dirt track in the united states i printed off their address location and i want to go through and check off i would like to go to as many as i could you know before yeah, you know, I'm not around anymore. Just to see, you know, I'll, I know I'll never make it to all of them, 
But uh, I'm amazed at how many I actually have already checked off. Now tell me, Bulls Gap, have you been to Bulls Gap? Yes. Okay. Because yeah. you the, haven't been to Bulls Gap. The, the three yeah, that you went to, I had already been to. I have family there in Crossville. so I, I knew yeah, that, yeah. I've been there you know, many times. But yeah, the ones you went to, I, I had already been to. Most of them, you know, in the Midwest – down you know kentucky tennessee georgia i have went to and so. this isn't a knock at all smoky mountain is unbelievable i mean it is a it it, it resembles as close to a nascar facility yes. as what you can see crossville very very nice track very nice people but the crazy thing about volunteer at bulls gap you're on you feel like you're on a mountain because when you're standing up there at the top of the yeah. the grandstands not only is it so high bank, but you're looking all the way down at where the interstate and everything is. You feel like you're 13,000 miles up in the air, and it's just it's a cool area mm-hmm. to be in. I know I've talked about this on here before, but one of the coolest things I've seen as I've went to those tracks in East Tennessee is tiered parking, man. I wish Indiana had tiered parking. Oh, that yeah. is that yeah. is the necessary thing we need. I was looking at the dam there at the uh, Lake and Forest Club the other night, and I'm like, we need to carve tiered parking into that somehow. You need to yeah. be able to go over there and park. Yeah, that's just, you know, definitely the, been the big adjustment for me this year. Is I was used to that, that southern, you know, all those southern tracks. And now getting out west, it's just a totally different crowd, a totally different style of track, racing, everything. It's just it's been been crazy you know obviously we've had a million things going on i've not really got to enjoy like i always looked forward to to my first trip to oklahoma and and getting to experience like tulsa and all that but honestly it's been such a hecticness i've not got to truly enjoy it but um there's definitely it's got me wanting to to venture further out west because there's a lot of neat stuff oh yeah so and i know this may sound you know you just brought up how different the tracks are and I think we know it here a little bit because obviously even locally, Brownstown's surface is totally different than Bloomington's clay surface. But when you go farther south, just the dirt makeup, as dumb as that may sound to people who aren't you well, know, that's racing real, fans. Real red clay down there. Yeah, you, you start getting out. Yeah. The, the dirt surfaces are just so much different as you get outside of where you're used to being local. And that red clay from down south doesn't breed any dust no because it's just stays locked together so well that uh you know jackson county you know it's it's sandy sandy to begin with so i mean watermelon country i mean you're gonna have that that dust up but you know down south that red clay just you know it, it can not rain for a week and the clay just stays together so i'm gonna ask you this and i know you've been it's been crazy but with doing the power eye thing what 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 are some drivers that really stand out to you that you're just really impressed with? Um, I don't know. I, the people, I mean, I've got mine. Right, and I th- we'll probably we've talked about it. We'll agree <laughs> on it. And like, I've not got time to really develop any relationships with any guys because we've just been trying to to get broadcast, survive you know, in we're, advance. We're, we're surviving in advance, and so I've not really got to to get in that crowd yet, and and. But the guy that stands out the most, obviously, is Ace McCarthy. Like, he's just the – I don't know. He's just that guy that immediately you, you're going to see him. If there's 25 drivers standing there, you ask me, okay, pick Ace McCarthy. Like, I'm going to pick him and not know him. And he's just – I already like that about the guy that there's just – there's he's different. You know what I mean? It's, he's already that guy that I'm already I, – I know nothing about this, and he's already standing out. So I know it's going to be cool. 
And that was my pick, obviously. You yeah. know this, but <laughs> the only dealing I've had with him is when we, we recorded some um, some interviews here. I didn't even do the interview. Uh, as one of the Power Eye announcers that interviewed Ace, but you know, when you start an interview with a guy that's in a ball cap and he's like pumped, he's like, hey, are we live yet? All right, if we're not, I'm going to go get my cowboy hat. When you go leave an interview to get a yeah. cowboy hat, you're automatically a little bit cooler. And no, I don't have a cowboy hat, so don't start stereotyping me. <laughs> yeah. It blows yeah. off yeah. in a Jeep. It blows off in the Jeep. Oh. He'll cut the back of the cowboy hat off so he can turn it around backwards. <laughs> I'm not a bad. Kelly needs to cut you a sticker on the front of that Jeep that says trendsetter. <laughs> <laughs> then everyone will have one. Yeah, she's she's working on a she's working on an FS sticker for me right now. Hey man, <laughs> I'll take three of them. It <laughs> might be might be also be on the thirst shop thirsty go. That'd be the, that'd be the hot hottest selling item there, man. The big FS sticker. <laughs> so, but. So, but just to fill you guys in, <laughs> there's a gentleman that worked over in North Vernon that uh, he came close to retirement, and the high school kids had an FF sticker. His last name was Fleetwood. You guys can imagine the first F then. Fantastic. So, Dustin wants to have an FS sticker for me there. Yeah, fantastic staples. Yeah. Keep it up, yeah. trendsetter. <laughs> Dustin's in his mid 30s now. He's got to go get a Jeep so he feels young. <laughs> Midlife. <laughs> I think at this married point, with two kids in his mid thirties, I better go buy a Jeep that's lifted. I don't know. I'm thirty one. I feel like I'm on about my second midlife so far. So I honestly, I love this. I am loving this. <laughs> oh, man. I, I can tell. <laughs> to be honest, I had no idea me buying a Jeep was going to offer us. This is the. This he, is, he sends me a Snapchat. We're gonna start a Jeep podcast. He sends yeah. me a Snapchat. Jeep life. Bad decision by Dustin Roller made today. And I'm grinning like I have so much material now on him. This yeah. is amazing. I'll be honest. I bought tickets to go see Justin Timberlake at concert and took less hell than what I ever <laughs> bought a Jeep. <laughs> and then he admits he had a convertible Mustang. Yeah. I'm... You're awesome. <laughs> I can't wait till we race Saturday night. I called Nathan out last time for the COVID. <laughs> We're going to have special Jeep parking at Brownstown Speedway. <laughs> Yeah, hey, no, there's an idea. I like. It. I do. I like it. My part. Yours, yours is nostalgic, man. I, I, oh, you listen to us yeah. back up and defend somebody. I told you that before the show. Yours is totally different, man. You know I what? Know. I may park it right on Victory Lane. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> it wouldn't. You know you what? Just, I may be the do. pace vehicle. Whatever you do, though, like owning a Jeep, you've got to like send all of the pictures of your Jeep to all the Instagram like Jeep pages and try to get featured. Like that's that's the highlight, I guess, of, of a Jeep owner. You know, you always featured. get those ones country cruising. Yeah, you know, I want you getting groceries. Yeah, and it, then in the parking lot, I don't know where to put them. Yeah, if you've not been featured on a Jeep Instagram page, you're not jeeping. You're just not jeeping. <laughs> and it's awesome with the car seat in the back, man. You are styling. <laughs> I did notice that on the way in. <laughs> We're gonna have to do like some content on the Jeep. Like, what, we, we, what have we been doing, dude? <laughs> no, we we got to do like a full like a, some kind of video on your Jeep. Booster on one side, car seat on the other. There definitely is nowhere to put groceries now. <laughs> 
I know, Dad. I know. <laughs> I know. That's all I can say. We'll come in here next week. We'll have a Harley parked out there. <laughs> yeah. Then we can get all the waves down. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, shoot, that's the wrong one. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Best money I've ever spent. <laughs> to Best get money roasted. you've ever spent for me, too. <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go back to this after getting roasted, but uh, <laughs> I owe you. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> looking ahead to this week, this is the other exciting thing at Brownside, not just fans in the stands. But it's the first time this season we're going to get the opportunity to see the Crown Series at Brownstown oh, Speedway. Yeah. If yeah. you guys have not come to the races yet at Brownstown or watched oh, your guys' uh, broadcast, definitely come and see the Crowns, the Crown Vicks there, man. They are uh, they're worth everything. They're a show of their own because the yellows are relaxed and very, very relaxed. So it, uh, it's almost like a combination of a, a dirt track race meets a Joey Chitwood stunt show, you know, all in one there. So Those guys are ready to go, too. Like, I, I've seen some of the messages coming in, and I, I'm starting to see some of the cars actually going up for sale because they're, they're wanting to go. Like They're like, well, if I can't go race, I'm going to go do something else. Yeah. And so I know those guys are itching and ready to go, and it's, it's going to be fun. I, I can't wait. And I got to, you know – I got to say this about them, you know, them coming in and what you just said there with, you know, the excitement, relax yellows. But I do want to give this shout out to at least what I saw last week and what I've seen on video the week before drivers actually throttling through a spin or something instead of stopping on the track Mm -hmm. to yellow it. I have seen that more. You've had some great calls with it. One of my favorites from the last weekend was, and he takes a detour through the infield to get to turn two. <laughs> that was one of the all time. But uh, and yes, I do pay attention to you. Uh, I'm, I'm wait- I'm impressed. Well, I probably won't have my headphones in this week because I'll be waiting for a Jeep life. Uh, I'll do that over the. <laughs> you'll hear it. <laughs> oh, comment. But um, but no, I I do think a lot of the drivers I've seen in the last couple of weeks staying on the throttle trying to get mm-hmm. out of it and again you know i know there's controversy over the rule of if you stop on the track you go to the back but at least that is starting to produce let's not bring the yellow out every time well i think some of that is going back to uh, our car counter up and uh i don't know if i can justify putting my brakes on going to the tail of the field and not transferring out of that heat race where if i just keep going i might lose a spot or two but i'm still on a i can battle spot. back yes because uh, both weekends we've raced at Brownstown, there have been some great cars have to go through the B mains. And mm-hmm. some of them have not made it out of the B main. And very good race cars not make it out of the B main. And the other one I love is watching some guys that have ran off a three or off a one. And normally you see them, you wait for that front end to roll back on and stop to bring out the yellow. Man, they're coming back mm-hmm. on and they are they're racing i mean you you can see them leaving three and come back on in four and they're still running just as hard as they can and and i and i understand the drivers trying to figure out what works for them and you know trying to figure out their strategy but for somebody watching and a fan please stay green as james essex would say 
and I guess we wouldn't do anybody an injustice from Saturday night if we didn't give a shout out to the five guys that showed up in their Indiana Pro Late Models and tried to run with the Supers. You know, Zach Burton, who made it to the feature, he got the $200 bonus. You know, great big shout out to him. But then you also had Mason Covey, uh, Colton Sullivan, uh, Brad Cummings, and uh, Caleb Schreier. They all showed up with their Indiana Pro Late Models and, uh, and you know, tried to race with the Supers. I mean, they, they knew when they unloaded you know that they were dealt a you know stacked deck against them and but that two hundred dollar bonus and all great cars and uh zach uh, who's raced with them before i think he kind of knew what he had in store and and did a great job and i'm going to throw this out here and this may not be a popular opinion but you know when we're looking ahead to this weekend and fans back in the stands the thing i will say watching on video from two weeks ago and being there live this week jim throw the water truck keys away keep it black and slick from top to bottom and let them go race well i mean he brought the water truck out last week but he had to before on that the back features side, yes. before the backside, and he's done a great job with that the track has gotten black early and has made it racy from top to bottom i mean and i a, just hope he doesn't with fans in the stands get worried about the dust let it roll and i i'm not trying to be anti-fan but if you don't come to the dirt track expecting some sprinkles on the rim of your mountain dew you came to the wrong place no i think they're wanting them so i think the more sprinkles you give them the better that's, let's let's have that place just dry slick and and just slow yeah i thought i think jim's done a great job so far yeah. with the racetrack oh I, the first two weeks that is what i think it should look in my opinion should look like every week yeah you know it did get a little dusty right there right about sunset but he watered you know the back side of the berm and uh, left the racing surface totally alone yes and uh, I thought we had great feature events. Yeah, and I know some people say, oh, it, it ends up being a one-lane track. It wasn't a one-lane track. They should have watched the, the super late model feature. Again, then. yes. Go push it. And and I don't think guys are willing to go take that chance. Yeah. But I'm telling you, if you are arguing that Saturday's track was a one-lane track, you've never been there when it's heavy. No. Because when it's heavy, it is. Yep. There is yep. no other option. It's smooth yes yeah it was a it was a great track saturday night i mean we've brought the rut up on the first week but that was very low on the racetrack and really wasn't that big of a rut you know no really. no 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 and i and again i don't think adam stricker was saying that it was just a bumpy hit and yeah any other time if you don't have tyler nicely right there on the outside it's no big deal so right. but looking ahead let's say this um i'll ask this question here before we take off we're almost at an hour already um i mean 47 minutes have been jeep talk so, <laughs> so who brought it up this time so he wants um, he wants attention well obviously i bought a jeep <laughs> obviously i'm asking for people to wave at me yeah <laughs> i mean i've been driving around north vernon trying to get cops to wave at me so i thought well those guys aren't nearly as friendly so i'll just get jeep crowd you got it <laughs> one in a million <laughs> <laughs> remind me why you're my friend because we do this to each other oh okay okay it, this is a two-way street you act like it isn't but i'm very nice to you mm -hmm. when you're sleeping <laughs> looking ahead though <laughs> at brown sound speedway matt i'm gonna ask you because you've been there two weeks in a row who are the guys that just i don't want to say like 
shocked you, but who are the standouts right now that you're saying, all right, this is more than just a surprise. They they were back this year, but, you know, a standout. I got to say, Steve Hollers, Trey Chastain last week, uh, Zach Sasser, before he got in the wreck the first week, Zach ran up front quite a bit, and uh, he's a guy that over the last, you know, couple years has just, just keeps turning his uh, – his game up there they're in the super stocks uh palmer you know in the first week he was uh you know always a strong competitor and, and you know i'm sure everybody's saying it so i'm gonna be the guy that says it now that uh you know gum has kind of let the leashes go in the pure stock class we don't know what's in store for that you know he's gone stalkers moved on to the uh the modifieds uh, jeremy hibner's no longer there you know those were the three heavy hitters so the pure stock is wide open. I mean, who are you going to watch for? You know, it's it's all brand new, more or less. So I'm going to throw this at you. Who would you say right now in that pure stock would be your front runner? Obviously, Palmer's not back again this week, so it makes it tough. The Fleeners, uh, Dalton and Tommy both, I, I don't think you can overlook them. Uh, you definitely got to watch them. Dirt track Donnie Wilson, you know, he's been around, you know, for a long, long time, but he's got two top fours so far two races and he's been in the top five both times so you really can't rule you know dirt tracker out and i'll throw those i'll throw the two hinds in there too mickey, oh, and, mark mickey and mark exactly i yes. mean i i think that you know depending yeah. on what comes of twin cities raceway park and you know i don't know where that's gonna go but you know mickey and mark both on any given night they're Keep gonna give you everything the car's got every night Keaton Strevel also uh, that's in a the great 14s. Uh, you cannot rule him out. He uh, he shows up to compete and can be, competes very strongly too. But like I said, you know, with, with Rick and and Stalker moving up and, and Hibner, I don't even know what Hibner is doing now. You know, it, that field is wide open. Let's also talk about Zach Stalker there real quick. And I just want to say this. You know, I know that he's not had the first two weekends out that he had hoped for in the modified, but a whole new notebook, a whole new change of what's coming. I will say this to the modified crowd. Don't sleep on the kid. No, because he's a thinker. And, I mean, his wheels are constantly turning on what do I need to do to get out of this. I went and talked to him before the races there Saturday night, and, and he was upbeat about his first, his first night with cars on the track and made some changes. I'm sure he's already changed things for this Saturday. And before the season's out, Zach will get that figured out. Like he said, you know, he ran a pure stock for, you know, two or three years there, moved up. So he's just got to figure some stuff out. He, he, it's like that front end is what's holding him up. I know it's the front end is either hitting the racetrack or, or something there, but two weeks in a row I've seen the front end kind of digging into the ground. So I don't, I don't know if that's something he's got to work on with that or not. All right, and we are at an hour, but before we take off, I want to throw this out here. And we, we dance a little bit around the Dirt Lay Model stream, but – Shout out to Tim McCready there on the win. But also, going and looking at second place, can we talk about the boy Bobby Pierce going from the smooth operator from the wall glider and what he did to that car to take it from the back of the pack to second place oh, yeah. on Saturday night? And I mean, and kudos to him, man. That's, that's one of the – I saw he had the quarter panel up on auction – and I would love to own that quarter panel just because of the history there at Eldora and what he did. But I'd like for you to own it too because that'd look good hanging in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Hey, good luck. Uh, the bids outbid me by the hey, time I found it. I do want to give another shout out, and you're going to loop me into doing a shout out to an open wheel guy, but uh, Tyler Courtney getting the nod to drive the truck at Eldora. So Sunshine getting his opportunity to drive in the truck race over there at Eldora. I think that's great. He's a great guy. You know, glad to see him get the opportunity with that. And I appreciate you always looking out for those uh, those open wheel guys because you know, when we had Ben Shelton on and he left Steve Kinzer out of the greatest drivers in Indiana, I appreciated you fighting for those open wheel guys. <laughs> Not a problem. We appreciate it. <laughs> uh, but, but no, I'll be really interested, you know, again, going back to some of those guys getting the chance to run at Eldora to see what those guys can do and and you know i'll always take a guy that loves it slick and loves to be at the top at eldora and in those trucks i'll be interested to see what sunshine can do i would love one time to see bobby pierce you know tyler courtney you know bloomquist all in the same race together you know it seems like they pick one every year i, I would like to see him find a way to lump three to five of them in the race mike marler let's yeah, yeah throw in marler yeah. from last year yeah. yes i don't disagree at all you know they always pick one guy and in, in this you know let's see what he does but let's put several in there you know you got some of those you know truck guys really have no interest in racing there at that racetrack you know no i think most of those asphalt guys you could replace in a heartbeat yeah either from guys in the xfinity or cup series they'll be willing to jump in their dirt yes. rides or from the dirt world i think you'd fill that up in a heartbeat yeah i agree with you so looking forward obviously things are thank goodness we found out today that the uh the state of indiana is going to start opening back up 50 percent capacity again um you know looking for more racetracks to open we're waiting to hear thunder valley again 2009 thunder valley hornet champion ryan bowling uh these are available monday at shopthirstygoat.com uh dustin bohol i'm expecting you to order at least two uh one to cut the sleeves out of one to wear to church <laughs> can i just have uh white shoes just by himself yeah oh i could i yeah we i could photoshop everybody yeah. can have a shirt but yeah. i get you just white shoes yeah you know what i may do i may put it in a pocketed shirt and just where he's just sticking out of the pocket like, he, like <laughs> no, i can have nathan in my pocket at all <laughs> times got him in the yeah. pocket i like that but, uh, and i want some shoes on the bottom of the pocket so <laughs> hey somebody said look better in the side of his jeep i, I don't know oh yeah uh so I, somebody I'm, I'm gonna take that as a support for jeep life don't know if it is he's already living jeep life he's on he's on two days he's got jeep life not even two days man i'm like 24 hours i bought it last night so uh oh my i just love eating you up i'm a i'm i'm getting ready to order a jeep shirt as soon as we get off here just oh, i'm not you. surprised actually i'm not gonna order i'll just have the wife make one copyright infringement she's good at making shirts she is right here absolutely good at making shirts so oh yeah one of a kind until monday available <laughs> for purchase hey guys i will say this get out support your local dirt tracks support your racetracks i know we we're excited things have been crazy but you know looking at brownstown speedway again thunder valley raceway um twin cities salem speedway i know we're pumped about what's coming at salem speedway and i'm gonna throw this out here and this is a 
free plug to those guys but if you're looking for a really cool racetrack to to go experience it at look them up as they go i don't even know if i should say it but a really really cool infield feature is coming at at salem i'm not going to give it away because i'm afraid bill will yell at me but giant jeep blow up yes <laughs> yes we're gonna have the monster trucks that actually guy. drive over my jeep drag it into the figure eight that the figure eight will hit um that's a plan right now but really really cool <laughs> infield feature coming but follow that stuff really cool stuff coming down there at uh, salem speedway and and again um thanks everybody matt thank you for laughing at me for an hour it was it was a good switch for a while yeah i'm really glad you showed up tonight um uh, me too yeah <laughs> it doesn't help when i walk right past it to come into the studio i realize that but the, With car-, the car seat sticking out real big it's like <laughs> the, higher than the roll cage the- <laughs> <laughs> you have to get an extended roll yeah. cage <laughs> Good night, everyone. Thanks, everybody, for joining (laughs) us. We'll see you again next week here on Throttled Up.